Being a dad is the most important role a man will ever have. You might be a father to your own children. You might be a father to children that are not biologically yours. You might be a father figure for children without a father. But no matter what you are, you are the earthly father they look up to. Hello, I'm Adam, and this is the Dad, God, and Donuts podcast. Hey everybody, I hope everybody is doing well. Today I am talking to you about something that really is a struggle for me. I told you in the last podcast that a lot of this is, it's my therapy, it's my time to talk, it's my journaling, and hopefully I'm able to share something with you that helps you in your journey of life and your journey through fatherhood as well. But today's podcast is called Love is Patient. I almost was going to call it Boy Am I Angry, but I don't think that would look very well as a title for a podcast. So I'm just going to tell you a story and tell you about my life. So I, I was a yeller. That was my answer to frustration. That's how I believed my kids would get the point. I would scream. I would yell. I would holler. And I thought that would solve every problem. But boy, was I wrong. So here's a little backstory about me and my family. My wife and I are both school teachers. I teach elementary and she teaches middle school. Middle school starts earlier than elementary school. So that means from birth until fifth grade, I am responsible for getting my children out of the house, packed up with jackets, shoes, the appropriate clothing, etc., and to school and daycare and preschool. As I'm growing older, I realize how much of a gift that time is to me, how much it was to me. My daughter just started middle school, and the last day of school last year was devastating for me, knowing that we wouldn't ride in the car together in the morning, even though we drive each other bonkers half the time. But it is a gift, that time that we have together. Now, I know most of you don't get this time. I'm not telling you this part of the story to, to gloat or to brag about how lucky I am with this time, but I'm using it rather to illustrate my points today. So anyways, I have two children, a boy and a girl. They're three years apart. In age, and every day I had to take them to work with me. When they got to elementary school, I had to bring them back too. So, as frustrating as some of those car rides are, sometimes it's that decompressed time. I have never had that decompression time, and it it's great, it's a wonderful time. But as you know, all who have children, that this time is not all rainbows and unicorns. There are mornings when we get in the car and we go and we get to school and we get home from school and they are rainbows and unicorns, but there's also moments when everything is a disaster. So as not to single out one of my beloved children, let's say I have one child who gets places and another who takes a little longer. When I have to be places on time, that little longer doesn't work too well. Many mornings, I had to drop off one kid at daycare or preschool and take the other with me to school. This process involved taking both into daycare and taking one back out of daycare, and then I had to get to school, getting the same child out of the car and back into the building for school. Older, wiser me learned some tricks that I'll tell you about a little later, but younger me wasn't that smart. So needless to say, many of these mornings were total disasters. I would be heading to the car, and one or more child would be without jackets, shoes, lunchbox, book bag, you name it, we found a way to forget it. Or even worse, wasn't downstairs to get in the car as requested. 
I wish I could tell you I was gracious and patient and calm on those mornings, but alas, I was not. I would often get mad, overreact, yell, scream, berate, and overall lose my mind. For some reason, this never helped the situation. It made for a quiet, uncomfortable car ride many mornings. It started my workday with a grumpy, negative attitude. It could even just sour my whole day. I even remember where I was so frustrated with the kids that I was honking every car in sight, which is something I never do and actually something that really agitates me seeing cars honking as they're driving down the road for no reason. But needless to say, none of this was working. You may be wondering why in the world I told this long story about driving kids to school every day. It doesn't sound pleasant. If you don't have kids and are listening, you might be reconsidering. Please don't. They are a blessing. Parenting is the most rewarding challenge you'll ever have. Also, as you will see, the problem wasn't the kids. It was me. But let me get to the rest of the story. All this time of being an angry morning father, I was going to church. I was leading the dad's group. I was sharing how much I love my kids, which was true. But I was not being the leader and example they needed. My wife could see my kids having shorter fuses. She could see more frustration in me. She could see the kids were more angry. All this leads to what I said on an earlier podcast and will say a million times. They are watching. They will model all we do, the good and the bad. Sadly, a lot of times we don't notice the good, but we see the bad. It's, it shines right there like that big giant spot on you. So I had to make a decision. Was I going to continue the cycle or put it to a halt? I cannot tell you how many times I heard these words from the book of James in chapter 1, verses 19 through 20. They go like this. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Or the many Proverbs about anger that would echo into my mind or pop up in my readings. Proverbs 15.1, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Proverbs 29.11, fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. And Proverbs 15.18, which is really a gut punch to me. A hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. Tell you what, that that last verse really summarizes the situation and all the problems I had. So, But I could go on and on with scriptures about the topic, and we'll probably use more in future podcasts. But needless to say, many of those scriptures came to mind and struck my heart. I distinctly remember the day when I made the decision to stop yelling and to overreact as I was. I know that sounds weird, but I literally had to myself say and make that decision. It was mid-November, and I woke up and said to myself that this had to end. I will not yell to get to the car. I will Strive my best to talk calmly. I will react with patience. That last word, patience. It's all over the Bible. I want to go back to Proverbs, which 
I often find so convicting and I can learn so much from just one verse in the Proverbs and just have that on my heart for a day. Proverbs 14, 29. Whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. So if I can be patient with my kids, I'll be able to listen. They might need help tying a shoe. Maybe they don't know where their lunchbox is. I never knew because I was too busy being angry and displaying the folly. Other versions of the New Testament about patience. Ephesians 4.2 Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. 1 Corinthians th- chapter 13, verses 4-5 through 5. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. There was that word. Love. The title, Love is Patient, comes right from 1 Corinthians 13, the start of verse 4. Last week, I talked about how important love was, how we needed to demonstrate love in all instances. At that point in my life, I wasn't demonstrating it to my kids in the morning. Love is patient. If I loved my kids, I had to be patient. I can't be the cause of their anger. I can't be the anger in their lives. Now, is everything going to be perfect? No. But I have to work through it with patience. So that morning, I had a conversation with my kids in the car. I apologized for the yelling, for being angry and overreacting. I told them I was going to be better for them. And I meant it. That really was a big day. I'll talk with them, and they'll remember parts of that conversation, but also that the yelling and screaming hasn't been there. Will I slip? Yeah, I do. We all do. But I'm only human, and I'm growing each day too. I also learned, wiser, older me, how to adapt to the mornings. I started telling the kids that we had to leave many minutes before we really had to. By doing that, we got to the car on my goal time. And while they're getting ready and getting to the car, I would just take my time collecting things, wandering through the house. Mornings were much better. Not perfect, but better. I've talked to many dads and men, and I know that anger and patience is a challenge for all of us. So this week, I want everybody to take a moment. Step back. Take a stand and make that cognitive decision that we are going to be more patient, that we are going to show love, that we aren't going to use anger to solve our problems. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for your word that guides us through life. Thank you for personally helping me with the struggle of anger. I know it's still there. I know I'm still struggling with it. And I know that many people that are listening right now have the same struggle. So I just ask your calming spirit upon each and every person that is listening. Help us to feel your spirit, to listen to your word, and to have patience even when we are struggling with it at the time. Help us to be the models you need as dads in all we do. Make these prayers and Jesus' name, amen. I hope everybody here has a wonderful week. As always, feel free to hit me up on Facebook. 
look search up dad gods and donuts the link should be in the the notes of the podcast or if you're listening to it on facebook hey you're there or send me an email at dad gods and donuts dads with an s at gmail.com have a great week i'll talk to you soon